Welcome to the Vici Mundum Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia. All right. Everything's turned on. <laughs> All the cameras running. So unnatural. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Well, I thought it was interesting reading this chapter three today. Mm-hmm. Because when I read it, I thought, oh, I definitely understand what he's getting at. Yeah. Um, and I guess the reason is, so he's, he's talking about spiritual combat. Yeah. And he's saying that, uh, that life is going to be a perpetual combat, that we're at war in the spiritual realm. And that having peace doesn't mean that we're sort of sitting back content with where life is. Right. That everything's sort of working out for us. Um, and I guess I get that because the last couple of days I've actually been thinking about that. Like mm-hmm. what, like the, the idea of perpetually striving, like never, um, never letting it be like enough. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like never sitting back and saying, ah, yes, now Jesus and I are right where I want to be. Right. Like that doesn't, then I don't have a relationship with him. Right. 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 Um, what were your thoughts? I mean, I, honestly, I, I read it and I thought, wow. <laughs> I mean, we've gone like from, we went from peace, you know, um, to, uh, and the truth that God is in control, um, to then, uh, you know, the next chapter. And I felt like, um, the foundation of peace was getting a little bit more, um, rocky. And then, and then all of a sudden, like a giant earthquake came with this chapter, you know, and I thought, wow, we've, we've really sort of broke open, um, what peace is and what peace is not. And so just the fact that it was, you know, we went in inside of three chapters straight into spiritual combat. I thought, wow, I hope we don't lose listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely isn't, um, isn't a, uh, uh, you know, I don't think that it's it, it's probably necessarily what most would expect to read. Sure. You know, by chapter three. You know. No, I absolutely. Think that um, you know, overall, I mean, for myself, uh, you know, I know that uh, the spiritual life is a combat, and I think I was hopeful to to get some feel goods by chapter three, <laughs> <laughs> some rest for the journey, if you will. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was jarring. He's like, oh, by the way. Yeah. We have a truth we need to point out. Absolutely. <laughs> this Whoa. is the next truth that you need to wrap your head around. Yeah. Life is a battle. Yeah. And I think I think what's interesting and what is is certainly not of this world uh-huh. is that he says that that battle, will, we, we can still have peace amidst that battle. For sure. And I think that struck me maybe more than anything else in the mm-hmm. chapter. Like here he is talking about, yeah, it's a perpetual battle. For sure. Get ready. Yeah. And uh, for anyone who, who didn't read it, it's, you know, the battle with the world, the flesh and the devil. For sure. So his point is not that we're constantly at odds with each other. Right. Yeah. But that we are continually striving for perfection. Yes, and that means mm-hmm. Right. And that means that it's a battle. Yeah. It's a battle to say no to the things that, um, that we desire mm-hmm. that aren't good for us or maybe are good for us, but not mm-hmm. in the degree in which we engage in them or, 
um, you know, the temptations of the devil. And then, of right. course, the culture that we're constantly battling against the culture. For sure. And I think that, you know, um, I mean, he points to that uh, the the truth in that is that God is, is will help us. You know, that he is there to, to help us and to provide us with what we need. But I think if we think about it in terms of, you know, I mean, you're battling either way. Mm. I mean, either way, you're, the, the struggle is real, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think that for us, the only time we really lose our peace is when we sin against God. Yeah. You know, there's, for sure. you know, uh, I mean, a real peace inside, you yeah. know, um, Yes, things are, you know, things are difficult and we struggle against um, the flesh. We struggle against uh, many things, even, you know, we struggle with our neighbor. But um, the the thing that, that I think brings us the most distrust in our heart is when we act on those things and and now there's a rift in relationships, not only with God, but with others. Yeah. And I think that causes us more unrest than actually struggling you know, right. To maintain, you know, course and direction. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, because we're going to, we're either going to struggle against sin yeah. or we're going to have the restlessness that sin brings. For sure. Right. Like for it's, sure. and I would rather the interior peace and the struggle yes, against sin. For sure. And I think he's going to unpack more and more. How do we have that interior peace as we're in the battle? Right. right the chapter right. was sort of cut off with, Hey, yeah. by the way, <laughs> yeah. be ready to fight. For sure. Um, but I think, you know, obviously there's the, there's the easy example of peace of conscience, mm-hmm. right? That we, yeah. we can go to sleep at night knowing we didn't defend God or offend others. Sure. So there is that peace. That, For sure. And if we did, there's the peace in knowing that we can turn back. Right. You right. know, again, all of that is centered on God. If God is our focus and God is our center, then um, peace is either uh, abounding or peace is being restored. Yeah. Absolutely. And he talks about why it's so important to maintain peace amidst the struggle For is sure. because then we're relying more on Christ. Right. He says the single weapon of the spiritual life is the is faith, clinging to Christ against everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe where it definitely took a turn away from the cultural mindset of struggle or battle. Mm-hmm. Because usually when we think of battle, we think grit our teeth, yep. eyes forward, push on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he's saying that... And it ends badly either way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've done all of that work. It ends poorly. And, um, and now you're dissatisfied, plus you've struggled. Sure. Sure. So kind of without hope yeah, yeah. and pushing forward. Yeah. And he's saying that really the spiritual battle means that we're relying a lot less on ourselves. Yeah. So it's not a grit your teeth and move forward. It's a right. grab the cross yeah. and cling to Christ on the cross. For like, sure. You know, hold him tight yeah. through the midst of all of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the part that's kind of surprising and jarring to what we're used to. Yeah. And I think it goes back to the first chapter, you know, uh, where he says, you know, most definitively that um, to trust, you know, to trust in God, that that God, without God, you can do nothing. So, you know, and I do think, I do believe we're in a perpetual state, or at least myself, I can speak about this for myself, of of knowing the things that I, I can't do. 
uh, without God and the things that I think I can do without God. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's two things, <laughs> these things I can do without God and these other things, you know, I sort of need God for. Um, and, uh, and the whole point is to get that, that first chapter down, Yeah, you know, to, to let that be without, you know, without God, I can do nothing. Can do nothing. Can do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you're in the involved in the struggle and you're striving towards Christ, you get knocked down enough times mm-hmm. that you recognize that for sure you can't do it without him for sure. And you may not for a long time. Mm-hmm. There's a, I'm reading this book called strangers and sojourners. It's a very good book, uh, fiction, but about this woman who's struggling with the concept of faith mm-hmm. amidst her family. And her her husband has a very simple but very true faith. Mm-hmm. And I read last night, there was a line where they were talking about their son who had sort of developed this arrogance because he had knowledge of the world and didn't think that God was needed anymore, right? Like mm-hmm. all this religion stuff is a myth. Mm-hmm. And and they're talking about their son and she's worried about him. And her husband with his simple faith says, no, at some point God will knock that pride down. And he'll realize that yeah. he, he, he isn't who he thinks he is, right? Mm-hmm. That our son, our son can't stand on that pride. At some point it'll be knocked over. Yeah. And I thought that's very true, mm-hmm. right? In our, in our struggle for, for Christ to live a virtuous life at some point, he's going <laughs> to knock us off our yeah. high horse and say, no, you need me. Yeah. You need me. And, uh, and I think that's where the true interior peace comes, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. And I think if we're looking for that, if we're, we're looking to um, have uh, the Lord teach us uh, how much we need him, um, he can show us many ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I mean, and those ways aren't there to sort of, um, I mean, they can be bitter, but they're not meant to, um, uh, to, uh, to belittle us. Sure. But they're meant to show us uh, who we are in a very loving way, yep. and that, um, and and just because we feel small uh, compared to the greatness of God, that doesn't mean um, that that's a negative. That's just the reality of things. Right. And the reality is that we need Him, and our needing Him doesn't mean that we failed in some way. Mm-hmm. That just is the reality of things. Right. We need him. Right. You know, I think a lot of times in our interpersonal relationships with each other, when we need the other, it's because we're failing at something. Mm. You know, it's never because their gifts and talents complete the gifts and talents that I don't have. It's always because, you know, I, I'm failing at this. I should be able to do all of this mm-hmm. and have all of the gifts and talents. And, um, and be hugely successful. And then my, you know, uh, peers and, and the others around me can, can stand on their tippy toes and cheer to my, (laughs) to my glory, you know? Um, and really, I think if we, if we pay attention to the fact that, that the reality is we need God and, um, and, uh, and we, we count on him for everything, uh, then we can begin to see that we need our neighbor as well. Mm. And, um, and I don't necessarily have to do everything, uh, to my own glory, but maybe together with the people around me and their gifts and talents, we together can do things to the glory of God. And we can show uh, each other and the world the beauty of God uh, because we can come together in that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. And I think that that's peace. 
Mm-hmm. Right? When we're not in competition with our neighbor, I mean, jealousy is the worst sort of disease and envy because it doesn't end well. Yeah. You know, I, you don't get any joy from being jealous or envious. I mean, you know, you might get a fleeting joy from a whole plethora of other sins, which is not real joy. It's not uh, correct. But uh, envy and jealousy at another's gifts and talents is is really a hopeless situation. Yeah. And I think... I think the hopeful thing is keep striving, even though it's a struggle. And I think that was ultimately the point of his chapter. It was not to be jarring. It was not to uh, confuse. It was meant to say it is a fight. And if it feels like a fight, then that's okay. You're doing it right. And yes, and that should bring you peace. Right. But the reality is (laughs) (laughs) that it is a fight. So don't be surprised by that and don't let that ruin your peace. Right. Exactly. Be at exactly. peace. It is a fight. And um, and yeah, hopefully uh, I have not read beyond this. So hopefully he gives us the tools. To <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I guarantee it. To be able to fight. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does. So we will go into that more <laughs> next week. Yeah. So until, until then, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Pray for us. Thanks again for tuning in. We would love for you to join the conversation that we started by sending us an email at vichimundum1633 at gmail.com or by connecting with us on Facebook and or Instagram. And while we love doing these podcasts, we really love hearing from and starting relationships with you even more. I also want to extend an invitation to you that if you like these shows and would like to see more produced by our parish, please feel free to support what we're doing. You can go to Our Lady of Mount Carmel's website and give online by designating your donation to Vichy Mundum. Monthly gifts are especially helpful. Finally, as a reminder, the views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the presenters alone, and they do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. God bless you. We look forward to talking with you soon.